evening. Good evening. Today is 1-1-2024. And we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter uh, step is um, step five into action. And our speaker tonight is Amy A. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Um, thank you for asking. Um, it's always wonderful to start out the new year with a little service. And, um, you know, because this is so specific of step five and the big book, um, you know, I spent some time flipping through our OA 12 and 12 and the AA 12 and 12 and the big book um, and our little daily readers about, you know, what does step five say? And, you know, with all of that, I'm pretty much going to leave most of that behind and, um, you know, see what comes. Um, so, like I said, I'm Amy, I'm a compulsive eater and a food addict, and um, I've been in these rooms um, continuously since 1988, and I've been abstinent um, since then. Um, I don't claim perfect abstinence, but I do know that I have not eaten my major trigger foods. I have not eaten bags of, I have not eaten, you know, pounds of. Um, I have not eaten all day long from start to finish in all that time. And um, another meeting I go to uh, at the halftime asks, you know, people often say their days and I've started looking it up and I've now got 12,900 in some days. It's like, what? And, you know, people, people are like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm like, actually you getting through day six is kind of more amazing than my getting through day 12,958. I mean, it sounds good, but what happened was I made it through day one and day three and day 57. And I don't know which one was the hardest one ever, but somewhere in there, it wasn't good friends. It was hard. Um, I think about five weeks in, I felt like all my emotions, I was wearing them on the surface of my skin. You know, felt as if someone had taken a potato peeler and just grated. I was so raw. And someone promised me that if I made it through, that I would never have to go through it again. And she didn't mean I would never have another feeling. And she didn't mean that bad things would never happen to me. What she meant was when I went through something similar the next time, I would go through it with the utter assurance that it might be possible to make it through that experience because I had already done the hard thing. And, um, you know, that's what the number of days brings to the table is I've gone through a bunch of hard things. And I've seen other people go through hard things. And I've gone through some of the most splendid things. And I've seen other people go through the most fabulous things. And I've done it without adding extra food for coping. And that is a miracle that, 
you know, I don't know how I got. Um, I do know that, um, you know, I love the the title of this meeting, um, the choosing your own conception, because I have chosen my own conception. I have, you know, gone, I've tried, I started with my childhood dog. My childhood dog loved me. My childhood dog was warm and I could cry on her. My childhood dog kept me from falling downstairs when I was tiny. Right? There was lots of caring. Um, And then I moved on to more traditional religious practices. And then I moved out. And then I moved, you know, um, to, you know, some of the stuff that is read about, you know, looking at a starry night and thinking, wow, you know, and in the big book, it talks about, you know, who then made this. And, um, you know, my decision for myself is, I don't know how it all came to be. It's pretty miraculous. And the wonderful thing is when I give up the struggle about what exactly that higher power is, I can just enjoy the beauty and my ability to be outside of myself enough to enjoy the beauty is a lot of um, where the recovery comes for me. Um, You know, for those who are listening, I'm in a relatively normal sized body and I came into these rooms a little shy of my top weight, which was about a hundred pounds more than I weigh now. Um, And I say that because, you know, it's hard and we come in for lots of different reasons. And I came in primarily because I was crazy and I kind of knew I was crazy. Um, And I just wanted to be able to like read a book from start to finish without being up, without even knowing how I got there standing in front of a cupboard or the fridge. Um, And, you know, we're not talking about hard reading. We're talking about pleasure reading. And I couldn't even focus on that. And, it was so painful to not have any control over how my mind worked, um, that it was always about more and how much and where and how and what I was and wasn't eating. And, um, you know, when I came into these rooms, I just wanted to be free of that. And, you know, I heard someone this morning at um, one of the marathons that's been going on today who said that, He has been gifted with food neutrality. And, you know, I can't, you know, I can't claim that 100%. But I got to tell you, I got it 80% of the time. You know, some days I got it 100%. Some days I've got it 72%. But it's, you know, it's never like it was before where all of the thoughts and all of the thing just ran my life. Um, and when I want to be better, there's all this help. You know, I know that, you know, the vast majority of the folks on this meeting, the 20 some odd other people that are on this meeting, I don't know. I've not seen most of you before. And I also know from my years of being in program that anyone who puts their phone number is open to being contacted. So on my best days and my worst days, 
I can reach out and say, hey, you know, either how are you doing or let me tell you what's going on. And that for me is a big piece of the power that's greater than myself. Um, when I came into program, um, I was encouraged to work, to do things fast. Like they gave me a service job um, when I was just a week or so in. And I said, I, I don't, I don't know anything. I, how can I talk to newcomers? And they said, do you know how to read the where and when the schedule? And I said, yeah, they thought, you know, more than a newcomer and anything you don't know, you come ask one of us like, okay. And they told me to start sponsoring it like three weeks abstinent, which almost nobody does anymore. But, you know, and again, it was the same thing. I basically took people's food. They called me, they gave me their food. And if they asked me a question, most of the time I had to say, I don't know. Let's both of us make phone calls and come back together and talk about it tomorrow. And I am so grateful because I am one of the world's biggest know-it-alls. And if I had been encouraged to wait until I knew everything or knew enough, I don't know when I would have started. And it was a huge, huge um, way of learning that I don't know is a gift, you know, which is not something that my childhood or my education had taught me. You know, the the goal of my childhood and my education was to never have to say I didn't know. And, um, you know, and I'm so grateful, so grateful that that is the case, that um, I got pushed quickly. I was, you know, I did all the steps in just slightly over a year. And, um, and that was with a little um, hiccup. I had a sponsor who was taking me through the steps. I think we got through step five and then she decided to do a group step study. And she said, we're going to stop working the steps, just you and I, and you're going to go back to step one. So I did one through five and then one through 12, all in about 13 or 14 months. Um, and that was terrific. And I really love our, um, the workbook that, um, this one, the 12 step workshop and study guide, because um, it'll take you through all the steps in four months. And, um, you know, it's not the only way of doing it, but it gets people over the hump and you don't have to do it 173%, which is what I was always aiming for. You know, getting through and getting it done is a lot. Um, but I really, you know, since I'm here to talk about step five, um, my very first fifth step, you know, was with a lovely woman. And, you know, I remember sitting on her porch and talking. I remember the sun, um, you know, and I remember that, you know, I had, I had a few things that I was kind of ashamed of. And, you know, at least one of them, she said, oh, yeah, no, I did that. And it was like, whoa. And um, and then afterwards, um, this thing that it says 
on page 75 um, that the feeling that the drink problem or the food problem has disappeared will come strongly. We feel we're on the broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. And how that um, came up for me was that I walked down the street from her house. I guess I was walking to my house. I don't really remember. I remember what street I was on. And it's a pretty commercial street. So there's lots of foot traffic. And I remember looking at people and for maybe the first time in my life thinking, that person is just like me. They're not worse than me. They're not better than me. You know, I'm the same as them. You know, whereas I think always before, and I can't say it's been 100% since, that I haven't thought, oh, I'm better than that person or I'm worse than that person. But previous to that, I had never had, you know, an hour or two where I knew that I was equal and that everyone else was equal to me. And that was a tremendously um, just expansive experience. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, I'm also uh, just jumping around a wee bit, but um, that part to we agnostics that was read um, before the recording started, um, it, it stops with a little asterisk. And that asterisk goes to Appendix 2. And Appendix 2 was one of the ways that I was able to um, find um, a power to understand what a power greater than myself actually needed to be. Because I've always been a person who tries. I try and I often don't feel like, you know, I'm very... Um, aware that there are a lot of people um, in the world who feel a direct personal experience with the higher power, the God of their understanding. And regardless of which way I have practiced in program, in various religious uh, institutions, I have never really felt that. I feel deep connection with other human beings. Um, I feel something inside around me that is more than I am. But I don't feel a personality attached to that. Um, and um, the first paragraph on page 569 in the big book of Appendix 2, which is a spiritual experience, says that the terms spiritual experience and spiritual awakening are used many times in this book, which upon careful reading shows that the personality change sufficient to bring about recovery from addiction has manifested itself among us in many different forms. And so they, thank you. They basically, the writer of the big book says that a spiritual experience, a spiritual awakening is a personality change sufficient to bring about recovery. And so I don't, 
even though I can't tell you more about how to find your higher power, what I can tell you is that one day at a time, you know, working the steps and staying connected to others in program, running big decisions past other people in program and finding out that by and large, if you've got an issue and you run it past five to eight people, you will get 80 or 90% overlap. And isn't that a miracle? You know, isn't that amazing? And like, and I can be like completely unable to tell, you know, is this thing yellow or is it green? And the other people are like, nope, that is definitely yellow. And I'll be like, how do you know? You know, and and I'm not colorblind. That's just a silly example. But, um, you know, I'm just so grateful that um, I've definitely had a personality change. I am not. I came into this um, fellowship in a constant state of confusion, um, in a constant state of shame and total lack of self-esteem um, and super angry, you know, pretty much all the time. Um, if if I was having a problem, it was them. Um, and, you know, total lack of self of self-responsibility as well. Um, or a, a sense that it all was my fault. You know, I went back and forth. So, and I'm just, I'm grateful that by and large, I'm pretty much an adult person these days. Like I do stuff and I make mistakes and then I take care of the mistakes I made. And I like know pretty quickly that that was not my side of the street. And I know when it's other people's side of the street and sometimes I can even keep my mouth shut. Um, you know, not always, but a lot of the time. And I, I can't imagine who I would be and what my life would be like had I not come to these rooms, you know, more than half a lifetime ago. And, um, you know, so for today, it looks to me like the, uh, the best way for me to continue to trudge the road to happy destiny is to show up in these rooms, um, you know, and, you know, continue, continue on. And um, I am so grateful to uh, have been asked to speak. And I look forward to hearing what you all have to say. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. Wow, that was wonderful. Um, okay, we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you accept this, this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone. I will call the raised hands in order and the Zoom host will ask you to unmute when it's your turn. 
Would the timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up? If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes um, for the answer. Okay. Oh, Meredith, I see your hand. Yeah, hey everybody, happy new year. Meredith, the um, recovered compulsive overeater in Nashville. And um, thank you, Amy. That was a lovely share. Um, it struck me when you said you came here because you were crazy and you knew it. And I was crazy too, but I didn't know. I thought I was all right. I thought, <laughs> I mean, I, um, I don't know. Maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't, but I didn't come to the rooms to cure my crazy. I didn't think, um, I came to lose weight, but there was really, there was more behind it. And, and I didn't even, my weight has fluctuated so greatly over the years. I don't even know, um, if I really did need to lose weight, but um, it doesn't matter. It's just the constant, like the constant thought of it, um, and comparing myself to the person next to me and, um, feeling fat and taking shame, feeling fat, no matter how, what my weight was and accepting shame over it. Um, and then also, there's just this sense of being drawn here. I still think it's a miracle that I ever ended up in a room in the first place because of, because of so many things. I mean, I'm a world-class procrastinator. Um, I can think of a million excuses of why not to do something. But when somebody 12-stepped me, I got on the internet right away. And I went to a meeting the next day, which is like wild. Um, it was inspired. And then, oh, I'm so grateful for this that you brought up too um, in this program is that it's a safe place to um, kind of go out on a limb and learn things. Um, like, I don't have to know everything before I just jump in and everybody is willing to like, take my hand and go, oh, you do that this way or, you know, this way or that. And, and then the next thing, you know, um, I'm learning skills, you know, that come in handy and I can be of service actually just by being here. So, and same with you all, everybody who's at this meeting, that's being of service. I would hate to log on to this thing and have nobody be here. Um, so thank you for that. And um, I think I'll pass. Thanks, Amy. Thank you, Meredith. Um, I don't see any other hands right now, but I'm sure Oh, good. Chanel, I'm sorry I didn't see your hand raised. Oh, you just muted. You just, you just muted. 
There you go. There we go. Hi, I'm still Chanel. I'm still a grateful compulsive eater. Thank you so much for coming, Amy, and sharing with us. And I want to ask you a question. So in your time, which is a long time in recovery, um, what is your most powerful step five experience as a sponsor, as a, as a sponsee, any of it? Thank you. Thank you. Um, so the story I told of walking down the street feeling the same as just afterwards was certainly one of the most powerful personal experiences that I've had. Um, and Alongside with that, fairly soon after that, um, there came a Thanksgiving where I went to visit my um, husband's relatives, some of my husband's relatives, and I can't even remember if we were newly married or whether it was before we married, um, but it made me realize that I had spent my entire life thinking that there was a way to keep other people from knowing my flaws. And um, that experience is like holding a beach ball underwater. You can do it, but it takes tremendous effort. And um, the step five experience and the realizing what humanity is allowed me to realize that actually, you know, the clerk in the grocery store, if we have three minutes of conversation, knows a lot of my character defects and that there's actually no way to hide them. And that wasn't like, wahoo, I can now go be, act out my defects as much as I can. But the whole thing of trying so hard to not have them, like there was no way to be me. So that's my internal process. The external process of taking fifth steps, I have to say the most powerful thing about that is that, um, you know, love y'all. And I, I, I think there's one person in this room I've taken a fifth step from. And so forgive me, but basically all of our fourth steps are boring. We all say the same thing. Like I've, don't know how many I've taken over the years, but it's got to be at least 40 or 50. And they all blend into one another. There's like two details from all of that that I can even think of. And I won't tell you what they are, obviously, but, you know, but with rare exception, truly rare exception, we all are carrying around the same crap. So, oh, and that just went on tape. Good for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good reminder we're being recorded. Thank you, Amy. And thank you for the question. Um, my name is Leslie and I am a compulsive overeater and I'm here tonight to save my life. And I know it. Um, there isn't, uh, this disease is cunning, baffling and powerful and it is, waiting for me. And um, I looked around the room a minute ago at the pictures of everyone who's here. And there are a lot of people off camera tonight. Uh, I'm sorry about that because 
visibility is um, so challenging for us with this disease. It is for me, but I'm here and I am being vulnerable and I'm exposing myself to you because in this new year, 1-1-2024, I am recommitting myself to you. I, um, I have been in and out, in and out of these meetings recently, not in and out with my food, but in and out of my consistent showing up. So I took this commitment on Monday nights, uh, which I feel is the most sacred night of the week for CYOC. I don't know why I think that, but um, I just love Monday nights. It's like the, the beginning of a new week. It's the reset of my, um, my values in this program. It's, it's my belief system being re reinforced for a new week. It's many things to me, but it gave me my abstinence um, a, a little over two and a half years ago. So um, I've been abstinent many times in the past and I have relapsed over and over again. And this time with CYOC, and the WhatsApp chat and all the tools that we have, especially during COVID, it just forged um, new behaviors and habits that I've been getting away from. So I'm recommitting to being here on a more regular basis by taking this commitment. And I wanna thank Lane for taking it with me. Um, and I wanna thank Meredith. I am seven minutes away from you right now, Meredith, seven minutes away from you. And it's so painful. When you were speaking, I started to cry a little bit because, you know, it's like I see all of you in these squares and I only know you from these squares and most of you. And I went to the OA birthday party last year and I met some of you in person and it was so touching. So I really encourage anyone to go to that that hasn't ever been especially. It is a bonding experience beyond my understanding, you know, because we are in this together and it makes us more visible and we see ourselves. One woman came up to me at the party and she said, I'm shorter than you thought I am, aren't I? And I said, what do you mean? She said, I'm short, aren't I? I said, I've never, I've never met you before in my life. I, I haven't even thought about it. And, you know, it was her, her expression of uh, what she expected of my reaction to only ever viewing her head. You know, we're, we're just in this together, you know, and I am here to save my life. That's it. That is it. So thank you for being here on this journey with me and um, in all the years that I've been coming to these rooms and it is many now, uh, I have never felt more connected than I have since I found this group. So I hope you will share it with your friends, tell people to come. We want this to be a party on Monday nights. And um, next time I'm here, Meredith, I'm, I'm gonna find a way to, to say hello to you in person because it's just too precious. Life is too precious to miss every opportunity that we have to connect. That's why I put my phone number on the screen. Would anybody else like to share? Ah, oh, Francesca. Ah. Oh. 
I'm, yes, Leslie's um, someone who I met last year. Anyways, though, that's probably outside issue. Um, I'm Francesca. I'm a grateful compulsive overeater and bulimic. I just heard so many wonderful things um, tonight. Um, just like even just the reminder of its service to come to a meeting because I didn't know um, if tonight was going to happen. I mean, I figured, but I looked in the WhatsApp and I didn't see. I was like, oh, I wonder. And so, you know, just to have this like sacred, safe place. And that reminder of like, yeah, I'm, this is the most important thing in my life because without this, I don't have a life. So, you know, that I am here to save my life. Um, and that's just a miracle um, that I get to be here. Um, Amy, thank you so much for your share. Um, firstly, you're just have really delightful, like energy presence. So that's definitely like attraction rather than promotion. Um but then I just loved kind of this like promise of like, if I can make it through this, then that's a gift because then I'm always reminded of that when life gets hard, like, well, you made it through that. And I've heard someone said like, you've made it through a hundred percent of all your hard days. Like you're still here, you know? So you also said like, um, um, oh, I just like how you said like, um, by and large, I'm an adult. Cause that's kind of how I feel like, but, um, and that you know pretty quickly when it's your side of the street um, or when it's someone else. And that sometimes you keep your mouth shut because, yeah, the thing about program is, um, you know, it's just been amazing that like I used to really like I just could not not gossip. I, I just like and now that I don't, you know, I not, you know, not perfectly, but that I just am able to really practice anonymity is really cool with like my family and friends or even like earlier I was in the kitchen with my friend cooking and I was talking about someone and then something happened and then I was like oh that was God giving me an opportunity to not talk about them and then I just like you know left it so um and I just love too how you highlighted the step five that it's the spiritual experience and that yeah like often the drink problem can leave us but just that that personality change uh because yeah that's the thing is like it's you know, it's not about food. It's about food. You know, it's about food till it's not, you know, type of thing. Um, and it's just like, yeah, like I used to, I've shared this a bunch um, because it's crazy to me that I used to be a kleptomaniac. I couldn't not steal since I was three years old, kindergarten classes, just, you know, constantly getting in trouble and getting caught. And I, I couldn't not therapist. And then somehow I don't steal now, you know, like, so um yeah and um yeah I just really was um appreciative oh and you said you don't have to do it 173 <laughs> percent um so I really liked that oh my gosh and you saying that like you know every, people's four steps are boring like you know I was um recently with um my brother who is an active oh thank you so much Chanel thank you for your service Chanel um and I'll just wrap up um I just got to witness the gift of not being in program and being in self-pity um, and to be here with you all. Um, so thank you so much for your service, everyone. I pass. Thank you, Francesca. Hey, Joe, oh, we, we are stopping the recording.